Welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about something, again, on the lines of katakana and gaidaigo and a couple of these words and things that are confusing. So there's been a couple of polls done by people researching Japanese. They ask these people, you know, why, like, what is the most complex or hard thing for you? And I'd have to agree with the majority here. It is gaidaigo, these foreign words. Um, because, so I think I know them and then I try to pronounce them incorrectly and somebody feels uncomfortable that, and like, I think I know something and then I pronounce it wrong. And here's a couple of examples. Like the word, um, snagi, a connection used in a business context is going to be the word kone. It comes to the word connection. Or when you think like a remote control for a television, it's actually not remoto kontrolu. It's it's actually remokon. They shorten it down. Remoto kontrolu becomes remoto and kontrolu equals remokon. Or air conditioner is eakon. So you have all these different words that are actually condensing down to be something a little bit easier to say and a little easier for the Japanese vernacular. A good example of this is I know a lot of people with extremely long names that actually shorten their names down in Japanese as well to make it a little easier to understand. I have a good friend with the last name of Godfredson, and he shorts it down to Goto, Goto Freddo-san, Seng, Song. I don't even know how to pronounce his name just because it's so long in Japanese. Or um, McDonald's, for example, is another way that you can see this. Instead of, I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly, Makudonaldo. I have to pronounce that slowly just because it's hard to say, but they shorten it down to maku. Maku ni go, maku eko, maku. So they've kind of shortened a lot of these words down. So things like kone and maku, they've shortened down or taken two words like um, personal computer, pasukon, pasukon. Again, my accent's going to make it sound like more of an NG sound at the end. It's usually pascon. Um, however, um, I was in Nagoya area for a while, and that kind of kind of trickles over into my Japanese a little bit. So sorry about them. So pascon ga suru. So, or even sometimes you'll see some verbs like this, like kontrolu suru. You can have that there. Um, but you can also add... Um, Things like small or mini or large or other Japanese kanji to these. Let me give you an example. One of my favorite words in Japanese means to break away from the salaryman lifestyle. The word to break away to escape something is datsu. Datsu. And the word for a, a you know an office worker or something like that is sadariman. Sadariman. And so sadariman. Mm, there's an n sound. I say n because from Nagoya, gomen. And so what you have here is you combine these two words, datsu, which is the Japanese word, sarerimang, and then you put them together and it becomes datsu sara, datsu sara. And so you have a lot of these words that kind of combine kanji and the shortening of the word before. So it's in a manageable amount of syllables when you're actually saying and pronouncing the word. So a good rule of thumb to see this is if you're trying to combine something or seeing where they are, they're usually going to be pronounced in four mora. Now, if you're familiar with the mora, like we've talked about with the pitch accent, it's one, two, three, four. So you have pa, su, ko, Mm. That n mm counts for one by itself. Or we have ri mo ko n. Mm. Or we have da tsu sa 
da. And so we're usually going to try to condense them into groups of fours um, in that particular context. But again, it depends on the word. So I hope these past three episodes have kind of enlightened your mind a little bit and help you understand a little bit more of how Japanese loan words work. Hopefully it's enlightened you a little bit, not with just pronunciation, but also giving you an appreciation for how these words have affected the Japanese language. I mean, knowing the difference between arubaito and a part time is a pato is a good thing. You know, that one's a, you know, a 20 hour a week job. One's a part 20 hour a week job that you live off of. One is you go to school with the other one you don't. And so being able knowing the difference between a shakain and a full time, full time in Japanese means uh, you work all day. Um, full time in English, full time means you work 40 hours a week. So knowing the differences, understanding the differentiations between the types of gaidaigo can really help you and improve your Japanese. I hope this helps and I will see you next week, next week, tomorrow, where we're going to talk a little bit more about Japanese grammar. Until then, jane.